Welcome to the Running for Office as an Online Candidate podcast. In this series, we cover the tips, tricks, and ideas for local political candidates who want to leverage the internet to help win their election. I'm Shane Daly, partner of Daly Professional Web Solutions and Online Candidate. In this episode, we'll continue discussing the creation of your political campaign website, from choosing a developer to hosting considerations. We'll talk about the process, some potential concerns, and what to look for in your web development project. To start, I'm going to discuss the process of finding a website designer or design firm to build your campaign website. For simplicity, I'm going to refer to anybody who is a website designer, developer, or programmer as a web designer. That'll just keep things easy. Before you look for someone to design your website, you'll want a basic idea of what your project will entail. In our previous podcast, we discussed choosing a domain name and content considerations. As word gets out that you're running for office, you may find an eager designer will volunteer to build your campaign website. A lot of the time, they're amateurs. They may support you politically, but it's possible that they're just looking to use your site as a future portfolio piece. And while there's nothing wrong with that, your campaign website is an important element of your overall branding. An unattractive or amateur design will not project a professional image. Your campaign website should not be someone's school project or resume sample. You want to project a professional image, and that's the main reason why professional design is worth the added cost. Every web designer or design firm has their own strengths and weaknesses. Some firms specialize in political websites. They may have fixed prices for their services and a fast turnaround time. They may also offer extra services, such as integrated fundraising systems or graphic design. Whether you go with an independent designer, a design firm, or a political website service, you'll need to evaluate your needs against their services, work practices, and prices to determine what will work best for you. Let's talk first about what is actually behind a website. A content management system, or CMS, allows you to update your own site. Examples of this are WordPress and Joomla. A CMS exists as a way of separating design from content. A designer creates the visual elements. This includes the site header, navigation, sidebars, and so on. From there, users, or the client, can add, edit, and delete specific pages and content without affecting the overall look or flow of the website. A CMS can increase site flexibility while reducing time and cost spent on site management. It becomes obvious when you compare the cost of having a CMS website versus the cost of a website built by hand and paying a developer to make updates. Most websites today incorporate some sort of CMS. Ease of use and functionality are what separates one CMS from another. Don't assume that a CMS necessarily equals simple to use. Some are difficult to master, and with all, there's a learning curve, no matter what system you use. The cost of content management systems varies. Many of them, such as WordPress, Joomla, or Drupal, are open source, which means you don't have to pay for the software. The costs actually come from the setup, configuration, and design customizations. So what should a campaign website cost to create? Now that's a good question with a complicated answer. Prices can vary widely. Building a website requires time, technical knowledge, and design skills. Your specific website requirements and budget also play a factor into pricing. You can always design and build out your own site, but what is your time worth? If you're a candidate, your time is probably better spent raising funds and engaging with voters rather than learning technical skills and coding. So what will it cost? Again, it depends. So here are some very rough pricing estimates for, say, a small 5 to 15 page website with a custom design and some sort of CMS so you can update the site going forward. Large web design firms cost more than small firms or solo designers. Large firms have greater overhead and often have a minimum project size, so you can expect to be quoted prices in the thousands, even for a simple website. 
Small firms or solo designers will likely charge anywhere between $500 to $1,500 and up for a basic website. Quality and cost can vary between designers. Support levels can vary as well, particularly for those who build websites as a side job. Paid website builders range in price from $15 to $50 a month. For the most part, you're designing your own site with online tools. Features related to political campaigns may be limited. Many factors can influence a project price. For example, is the designer familiar with the needs of political organizations, such as donation functionality? If not, they may want to create an expensive custom donation solution rather than integrating a more cost-effective existing service. Selling items through your website, such as e-commerce, will substantially increase your price. Need custom programming? That'll also cost you. It's complicated pricing out a website project. Uh, Knowing your requirements and having some of your content ready ahead of time is a big help. A few searches on the web will provide you with all sorts of designers and design firms. Visit their sites and get an idea for the type and scope of business they do. Take a look at their online portfolio. Also check out their reviews and client testimonials. Here are a few questions to ask when speaking with a designer or web firm. Do they charge by the hour? And is there a cap? Without a time estimate, a website project can easily end up costing you more than expected. There should always be some sort of fee cap. Otherwise, you're likely to have your project dragged out. What's the turnaround time? This cuts both ways. A designer is dependent on a client providing materials on time so they can create proofs and build the site. Having your material ready at the start will speed up the initial design process. And be prepared to quickly review drafts and answer any designer's questions. Who will do the site updates? This is where the gotchas come into play. If your site is built with a CMS, there's no reason that you should not have access to log in and make updates or additions to your own site. You should never put your web presence at the mercy of an outsider. Political campaigns can't wait two business days to respond to events online. In an emergency, someone from the campaign needs access to your site in order to make fast updates. If you pay an outsider to make site changes, how much will the updates cost you? Many designers charge a 15-minute minimum. If you bombard a designer with multiple changes, your costs will rapidly add up. Our advice is to have a website set up that allows you you to have control of the CMS to make your own updates if you need them. Again, do your own due diligence. If a designer's references or reviews are not particularly good, consider going with someone else. Trust your instincts. At this point, I'm going to throw in an unabashed plug. Our own service, OnlineCandidate.com, provides affordable campaign website packages specifically designed for political candidates. The system has built-in tools and can fully integrate with other web services such as email and online donation vendors. You can check us out at OnlineCandidate.com. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about web hosting. A web host is a company that maintains specialized computers called servers that store the website's files and makes them available to others through the internet. If you're hiring a web designer to build your site, they will typically arrange for hosting and will include those costs in your project. Many domain registrars offer inexpensive web hosting. Basic web hosting can range anywhere from $5 to $250 or more per month the high-end being for dedicated server hosting for very large websites. Specialized services may also add to the cost. However, the lowest price packages may not include all the features you need. Free website hosting is definitely not a good idea. You may be forced to display outside ads on your website, the web host may have little customer support, and they may end up closing shop without warning. This is one case where you definitely get what you pay for. If your website designer is providing web hosting services, Will they be available for support? If the site goes down unexpectedly, will they be able to restore it quickly again? 
At some point, you may need to move your website from one website host to another. Your current designer may not be in the hosting business anymore, or they may not be available, or you may be redesigning your site and want to start over with someone else. Problems tend to occur when site owners want to change hosts. When that happens, find a designer who can migrate your website with minimal site interruption or downtime. Well, this wraps up our episode. We covered the basics of finding a web designer and some things to watch out for when finding someone to work with. I hope this gives you some things to consider as you look to get your campaign website built. Thanks for listening. Make sure to visit our website at onlinecandidate.com where you'll find articles, resources, and information about online campaigning. If you like this podcast, you might want to check out our book, Running for Office as an Online Candidate, available at onlinecandidate.com and amazon.com.